0: My little strange things on this podcast I discuss the world's folklore myths legends and superstition I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them the different uses of lore in our modern-day entertainment and the history of it all welcome to folklore Friday Hello again, my little strangelings. What's lacking? How are you doing? What's new? What plans do you have for Thanksgiving? What are you doing today? Friday the 13th? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So for me, I am going to be going out of town tomorrow. And I broke my rule of not working on anything podcast related past nine o'clock because it's 920. (laughs) Cool. I'm going out of town to visit my friend Holly. You heard her on the Nancy Drew episode, so I'm excited about that. All right, let's get to it. Now time for some everyday folklore. On today's everyday folklore, we will be discussing... We will be discussing... I will be discussing... (laughs) A little more on Judas Iscariot. I've kind of been on this Judas theme for a while, and I'm going to try to just knock him out so I don't have to go back to him. So we're going to talk a little bit on the lore of salt. Salt is actually a pretty big topic when it comes to folklore and beliefs. It is used in different religions, practices, even sumo wrestlers throw salt in the ring before a match to disperse of evil spirits and invite a sense of sportsmanship. And if you're familiar with the Da Vinci Code, you'll dig this. In Da Vinci's painting of The Last Supper, Judas Iscariot is depicted as spilling the salt. This is where the belief that spilling the salt is bad luck or a bad omen. Okay, but the practice of throwing salt over your shoulder, where did that come from? So the belief is when you spill salt to disperse the bad luck, you must throw some salt over your left shoulder. The idea behind this comes from the concept of an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other. An angel is usually depicted on the right shoulder after the Messiah is said to sit on the right hand of God. The left shoulder is where the devil is, opposition in all things, balance of good and evil. The devil may whisper in your ear, but it is up to the individual whether or not to listen. By throwing salt over your left shoulder, it is believed to blind the devil on your shoulder so that he can't take advantage of the bad omen of the spilt salt. And this example is such a perfect example of how folklore is everywhere it's in so many facets that you probably don't even realize some simple as spilling the salt or step on a crack break your mama's back there's so many things that it's just it's all over and i think that it really does add and enriches to the culture of who you are and if you look into your heritage there's going to be some folklore there every corner of the world has folklore and i find it fascinating your regularly scheduled program. Hello, my little Strangelings. Happy Friday the 13th. Is that a thing?
1: I think so. (laughs) You just did it. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so.
0: (laughs) And today I'm joined again by my husband, Chris. Hello, everyone. And we're going to be posting this on Friday the 13th. And But before that, uh, just like a little catch up. How's everybody doing post Halloween, post election? gorging on social media and candy possibly
1: (laughs) probably a good combo not too bad i i love halloween so it's upsetting that it's gone
0: we still have our halloween decorations up right now (laughs) like i i'm so proud of them i don't want to take them down there's like christmas stuff everywhere and i'm like oh man already
1: (laughs) we'll get there eventually
0: yeah And we're excited that the election is over because elections are always stressful. Yeah. And people are really harsh to each other. And I just I'm so tired of that. I am so tired of that.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for the change. I I think that um, Biden will bring some good stuff to the country and hopefully it'll actually unite the country all that much more. Whether you're a supporter of Trump or Biden or someone else. Uh, um, just from his speech, it seemed like we're hoping to get to a place where we're, we can really work together and, and work on some things and fix some things. So yeah. it's a good, good place to be, I feel like.
0: And I completely echo what Chris said, unification. He talked a lot about, I don't want to represent blue states or red states, but the United States. And it was it was just something that was so good to hear and there's a lot of things that you know chris and i really stand behind climate you know climate control and and,
1: working on climate um, change
0: and like working alongside scientists and experts to face the pandemic because that's a huge issue we're we're excited and just hearing him talk about no matter what faith, creed, you know, religion, race, identity. It was very, it was very exciting. And come on, first female vice president. That's exciting.
1: History right there for sure. And one of uh, African-American and South Asian descent. So that's, those are pretty cool things as well.
0: She's a, she's like second generation immigrant. Yeah. That's so inspiring. Oh, I I have goosebumps.
1: It's a, it's a neat place in history to be in. So. We're going to talk about other things that only happen every once in a while in history, and that's Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> transition 13 is an unlucky number. 13 is unlucky. Then so is with The letter B, B, because B looks like a scrunch together 13. Hello, what is your name?
0: Bob. Get the hell away. something that's kind of unique about me and Chris is we both actually really like the number 13. I do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> actually, I remember I turned when I turned 13 and uh I was telling my brother that 13's my lucky number and he I remember him telling me that it it was only my lucky number because I was turning 13 and then as soon as I turned <laughs> another age that that would change. And I was like no it is not. <laughs> And it hasn't. I've kind of kept that as my lucky number. I think other people, a lot of other people sort of associate or, or like gravitate is what the word I'm looking for. Gravitate towards 13 as being a lucky number and not just some crazy unlucky number. And um, Wee basketball, that was my number. 13.
0: <laughs> if I had been a sports person, I would have chosen the number 13. Theme. When I turned thirteen, I just felt like, oh, I'm thirteen.
1: Yeah, it's a, I mean, <laughs> being a teenager—that's the, that's it right there. You just, oh, I'm a teenager now, right? There's something. I don't know. There's something kind of special about that. But boy, howdy, does everyone else think that it is not a good number to have around?
0: And I, I wonder if that's kind of why. I kind of like how you were saying, Chris, people will gravitate towards it and say, no, it's lucky to me. And I anytime some like the idea of superstition in itself is a huge reason why I started this podcast. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. It's bad luck. And my initial reaction is, well, why? (laughs) And I think I had that even as a 13 year old because it continued to stay you know my lucky number but it was just one of those things I don't want to accept something just because it's especially it was like a superstition there's no concrete evidence this is a bad thing and so just taking something that and we know of. repurposing it I suppose
1: <laughs> yeah it makes it's interesting that uh you know I think a common one is that the the 13th floor in a lot of places is just gone.
0: Uh-huh. So if
1: you go into an elevator, there is no button for the 13th floor, even though the four, 14th floor is obviously the 13th floor, but mm-hmm. they're just not going to name it in order to not have that unlucky thing. I think that that's probably changed for a lot of more modern places probably. with with more than, you know, 13 stories or so but uh, there's a lot of places that still still have that set in their elevators
0: I think it was Mitch Hen- Hemberg Hed- H- Hedberg. Hedberg thank you Mitch Hedberg rest in peace uh, he's a comedian that was just killer at one liners and what did he say about the 13th floor I'm staying at a hotel right now there's no 13th
1: floor because of superstition but come on man the people on the 14th floor you know what floor you really are If you jump out of the 14th floor hoping to kill yourself, you will die earlier. (laughs)
0: It's just something like that. It was just so silly. Okay, so... Like most superstitions, the majority of people cannot explain why they have those beliefs. Usually it's a shared belief, but the reasons why are unclear. With this particular superstition, there is no cut and dry answer, but rather a whole bunch of things mixed together. But before we jump into the history and origins of this superstition, let's review what Friday the 13th looks like today.
1: Yes, so Friday the 13th and the number 13 is considered unlucky in North America and Europe. People who are job hunting will avoid scheduling interviews. Sometimes there's discounts on wedding venues, plane tickets and other such things on Friday the 13th because there's usually a loss of business on those days. In fact, each time this day rolls around in the U.S., there is a loss of between 700 and 800 million dollars.
0: That's so much money. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) We should always try to when we go on vacations. So why not? <laughs> Friday the thirteenth.
1: Just that those statistics alone are just making me think it's more lucky for me because I don't mind. And I'm like,
0: oh,
1: I lucked out. Everybody is going to be super cheap. Yeah. As long as we're doing stuff on the thirteenth, <laughs> especially Friday the thirteenth, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so just like Chris mentioned before, hotels will often rename the 13th floor, floor 14. People will avoid buying a home with the number 13 in the address because it reduces the resale value. Now, that's interesting because Hmm. I can see some people saying like, well, I'm not superstitious, but a realtor saying, yeah, but some people are. And if you want to resell this, you have to think about (laughs) meeting those expectations. Or making it easier for yourself. This is interesting. Winston Churchill, smart chap, refused to sit in the 13th row at the movie theaters. He suffered from, I'm going to do it, triskaidekaphobia which is the irrational fear of the number 13. And then there's also paris which is a phobia of Friday the 13th. How was that, baby?
1: That seems right.
0: Oh, I practiced. From me
1: <laughs> reading that same word, that, that was done quite well.
0: Was that attractive to you? Triscadeca... Oh, oh, I messed it up. Triscadecaphobia.
1: Triscadecaphobia. Triscates on a deck phobia.
0: <laughs> and then there's also Paraschivadecatriaphobia. That one I can nail.
1: Paraschivy... <laughs> Triscadecphobia.
0: phobia. <laughs> Paraskier.
1: skier. <laughs> That's someone who skis down a mountain with a parachute. Cute. That was cute. <laughs> so what makes the number 13 unlucky and why is Friday the 13th unlucky? <laughs> First, we'll look at the number 13. The early Sumerians considered the number 12 to be the perfect number. In Judeo-Christian based religions, the number 12 is significant. In the Old Testament, there are the 12 tribes of Israel. And in the New Testament, there are the 12 apostles. We have 12 months in a year. And each day, we have two sets of 12 hours, one for day and one for night. The number 13 is considered an odd and strange number as it is one more added to the perfect number. That being the number 12.
0: Cheaper by the dozen. How many kids are going to have?
1: How about a baker's dozen? You know how many that is?
0: (laughs) Um, That's 13. That's 13. (laughs) So now for the day Friday. With the day Friday, it has some unfavorable points in Christianity. Here are some events that are believed to have happened on Fridays. Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit. Cain killed Abel. Noah set sail on the great flood, and finally, Jesus Christ was crucified on what is now known as Good Friday. Christianity also contributes to the superstition of the number 13. The night before Christ was killed, he and his apostles had what is now known as the Last Supper. Judas Iscariot arrived last, being the 13th member of the dinner party. Talked a lot about him in my little. In my everyday folklore segments, he... Because
1: of the silver stuff.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, true. And I left this next part for Chris because of his Viking
1: heritage. <laughs> so in Norse mythology, there was a similar setting in which the gods had a dinner party in Valhalla. So Valhalla is sort of the heaven in a sense in Norse mythology. Loki, the god of mischief, was not invited. Arrived last and being the 13th person, Loki tricked Hodr into throwing mistletoe at the god Baldur. Odor, being blind, could not see what he was throwing. And never would have done so if he knew because it was Baldur's one weakness. His kryptonite, have you? Balder was subsequently killed. The story, combined with The Last Supper, spawned the idea of never having 13 members at a dinner party.
0: Mm, Leads to death. No good. And speaking of Norse mythology, Friday was named after the Norse goddess Frigg, wife to Odin, the goddess of love, knowledge, and sex. (laughs) The early Christians had a big problem with this. Number one. She was a powerful lady that was not going to fly with the patriarchal system. Number two, she was knowledgeable and the God of sex. And at number three, she was a pagan God. The early church sought to reclaim Friday and lead people towards the Christian faith, like many holidays we see today, which are a combination of both faiths, Christmas, Easter, it goes around the early church demonized Frigg and depicted her as a witch and definitely not anything to be worshiped nor celebrated. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that brings us back to now. Uh, now there are superstitions about Friday and the number 13 But there's one notable event in history where both of these things were combined. The Crusades was a long, bloody fight between the Christians and the Muslims for control of
0: Jerusalem.
1: The Crusades was a long, bloody fight between the Christians and the Muslims for control of Jerusalem which was known as the Holy Land. Having spiritual significance to both fates during the 200-year war, a group of soldiers was formed to protect Christian pilgrims traveling to Jerusalem called the Knights Templar. Woo-hoo! Sorry. After the <laughs> Crusades were over, the Knights Templar were still active and were viewed as selfless heroes to the Christians.
0: I love the lore behind the Knights Templar. I had to cut like a huge section of what I wrote for this. Cause it was like,
1: know, it'll it be was, something we explore
0: too long. Yes. Okay. So during the crusades, this, I didn't write up, I'm winging it. The Knights Templar. They were seen as, as heroes and they were just this incredibly celebrated group. They were also very powerful and they continued to stay powerful after the Crusades were over. This eventually threatened the King of France because he just didn't like that there was this huge group that had a lot of power and a lot of prestige. So he decided he was going to take them down, which happened. And he did on March 18th, 1314 the master of the knights templar jacques de molay jacques how do you say that jacques 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 de molay was set to be burned at the stake de molay reported <clears throat> de molay reportedly remained defiant to the end he asked to be tied so that he could face notre dame cathedral and hold his hands in prayer according to multiple accounts he looked towards the pope and the king and cried out from the flames.
1: Soon, a calamity will occur to those who have wrongfully condemned us to death. Within a year, I will see you stand judgment before God.
0: That was great.
1: (laughs) So... basically condemned them to die before a year from the day of his execution. There are a few instances like this in history. For example, during witch trials, there are accounts of women cursing all those who are in attendance at their trials that they would die or their entire family line be cursed from that day forward.
0: I mean, what a way to go. I mean, I would do it.
1: I would do it. Even if I had no mystical powers, (laughs) I would still curse I hope I get that chance before I die (laughs) to curse someone.
0: I mean, it's, you're already screwed. Yeah, you're going out. There's no way you can get out of it. Might as well
1: get in their heads before you go.
0: And... um, obviously sometimes witch trials had a lot more to do with like gaining property and there's a lot of politics right. but if there was this small chance that they were like yeah, yeah. no I think she no. she's a witch and she has powers just screw send, with them send
1: them off with some major <laughs> paranoia before you exactly. Meet your maker.
0: It's the, I just, I love it. It's like the best way to go out in those situations. Yeah. I'm
1: so, going to do it to someone <laughs> before I go.
0: <laughs> On your deathbed? Yeah. Just be a jerk. Hi, Grandpa. Just
1: <laughs> just, just Amy, bring the nurse in here.
0: Oh my gosh. This is, <laughs> man, you screw with people. But this, this is one of the reasons where I find history exciting because I think when I read history, I think about it like an actor. And I imagine if this was a play or if this was a movie, how would this come to life? And that, that, that'd be a movie I would see. I would see this story. I would watch something about the Knights Templar. I mean, come on. Okay. So what happened to the King and the Pope? King Philip continued to live a healthy life with no sign of illness until one day on a hunting trip, he slumped over on his horse and fell dead. It was 11 months after the execution of the master of the Knights Templar. And if you think that is crazy, this next part is ludicrous. Okay. So I had to dig and dig and dig to find this information. I, I had to go to reputable sources and it was just A little challenging to find out how the Pope died. Okay. Okay. This is one of my favorite connections I have ever found in history. April 20th, 1314, barely a month after Giacchis de Mole's prophecy, Pope Clement dies of dysentery. That sounds awful. The day he died, his body was laid out in a church and accounts read. Actually, what do you read this?
1: While Clement's body was lying in state, a thunderstorm developed during the night and lightning struck the church where his body lay igniting the building. The fire was so intense that when it was extinguished, the body of Pope Clement V was almost destroyed.
0: What? I think that's kind of beautifully ironic I don't know like he didn't die by getting hit by struck with lightning but I mean struck by lightning isn't that the thing that people always joke about like oh I don't want to say that because it's like mean I don't want to get struck by lightning it's like this way that people say God will condemn you for whatever
1: he's a pretty strong signal (laughs) I feel like (laughs) <laughs> then maybe something else was going on
0: yeah and if you didn't know dysentery is basically you have diarrhea until you die so you just like Yikes. crapped himself to death which is oh horrible and then he got and then he got struck by lightning and his dehydrated little body was set to a flame i mean come on that's so interesting it's so interesting okay so that was the big event that happened. Friday the 13th, the master was killed and eventually a lot of the knights, templar knights templar were burned at the stake unjustly. They were good, righteous people just trying to do good things and they were like almost completely obliterated, which is very, very sad, but I mean, come on, the revenge was pretty dang sweet. Okay, and here are some final things that make Friday the 13th superstitious.
1: One of those being the HMS ship Friday. Now, there is not anything documented on this story, but there are some theories. Uh, The HMS was believed to have been a ship whose goal was to disperse the superstition of the day Friday having bad luck. Now, they picked their crew on a Friday, set sail on a Friday, and chose a man named James Friday to be the captain. Then they launched their ship on one fateful Friday afternoon, and were never heard from again.
0: Ooh, scurry! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghost ships. I think cursed I
1: wanna- themselves. I know with Fridays.
0: I want to do a whole episode.
1: TGI, on- no, thank you. <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: Okay, Apollo the Apollo the 13th (laughs) Apollo 13 was set to be the third mission to land on the moon. Unexpectedly an explosion in one of the oxygen tanks crippled the spacecraft during the flight and they had to hightail it back to Earth to try to make it home in one piece. Excellent movie. Have you seen that movie? I have
1: seen that movie. It's a wonderful movie and and true story and they actually did a lot of amazing things in order to get back home in one piece so Mm -hmm. some triumph there for sure
0: yeah but it definitely was this horrible thing that was completely unexpected so i can see why that would further fuel the belief that 13 is unlucky indeed (laughs) okay this next part is like one of my favorites so cool
1: so this is the 13 club In 1882, William Fowler founded the 13 Club, whose goal was to not be swayed by superstitions of unlucky things, including the number 13. They would meet on the 13th of the month, have 13 place settings. They would spill salt everywhere. They would have pieces of broken mirrors everywhere. They would open umbrellas inside everywhere. And you had to walk under a ladder just to enter the room.
0: I would go to that party. Yeah, why not? That sounds so fun.
1: (laughs) I could imagine bringing a few different friends to that party and having them freak out. (laughs) Some very superstitious friends would not be okay with the things that would be happening in that room.
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, my sister's pretty funny. Um we're just, we're just very different. And when she doesn't get something, she'll just say, but why? And <laughs> I can see her saying, okay, that's weird. And just like not giving it any thought and okay, moving on. No, I'm not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think it would be fun to throw a party like that. <laughs> okay. And here's some final little things about 13 or the number 13. In Florence, Italy, home addresses between number 12 and 14 are addressed as 12 and a half.
1: In France, socialites known as the Fourteeners once made themselves available as the 14th guest to keep dinner parties from having an unlucky fate.
0: Ancient Babylonian code of Hamra, don't know if I said, it, said that right, omitted the number 13 in its list of laws.
1: In the Middle Ages, it was believed witches met in covens of 13, and the 13th member was the devil himself.
0: Ooh! On Friday, October 13th, 1989. Oh, I was born that year. Wall Street saw the second largest drop of the, oh crap, I should have looked that up, Dow Jones Industrial Average in History.
1: Yeah, Dow Jones.
0: Dow, what is that?
1: It's the stock market.
0: of course it is yeah (laughs) maybe i should look up more what i put down here you can just say that one you can just go back and say it uh no like you know it it's great i'm leaving
1: it that's still part of what you want to say
0: the day became known as friday the 13th mini crash
1: australia's biggest wildfire florida's hurricane charlie and kansas's great flood of 1951 all occurred on friday the 13th
0: mm-hmm. i mean i don't know when you look for things you're gonna find yeah them.
1: certainly things are gonna happen <laughs> on those days <laughs> and not all of them are gonna be good
0: yeah and i'm so, sure there's even worse things that happen not on friday the 13th right
1: yeah if you just want to start being like oh but on all Thursday the 12th.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's all the bad things that happened. Yeah. All right. Here are some terrible, scary people that have 13 letters in their names.
1: Jeffrey Dahmer is, of course, murdered and ate his victims and (laughs) was later killed in jail.
0: Charles Manson, cult leader who had his family murder actress Sharon Tate.
1: Saddam Hussein overthrew the Iraqi government and started wars and committed genocide.
0: And I should have looked up how to say this. Lavinia Fisher, known as the first American serial killer, poisoning over a dozen guests at her boarding house.
1: Osama bin Laden responsible for the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, which killed around 3,000 people. (sighs)
0: Scary time. Theodore Bundy, also nicknamed as Ted Bundy, killer and rapist who confessed to at least 30 murders.
1: Jack the Ripper, still unidentified killer of prostitutes in the 1880s in London.
0: Terrifying, all oh, freaky, freaky. Okay. And as a contrast, because if you look for things, you're going to find them. I have also made a list of great people, admirable people with 13 letters in their name. So you can't tell me that it's bad luck because look at this list. Okay.
1: Mahatma Gandhi, leader of the Indian independence movement, practiced nonviolent protests
0: Shirley Temple. I mean, come on, Shirley Temple, child star during the Great Depression who later became a humanitarian and diplomat.
1: Susan B. Anthony, activist and instrumental in securing women's right to vote.
0: Nelson Mandela, South African anti-apartheid activist, president of South Africa. And finally, one of my favorites, Audrey Hepburn, Recognized as a film and fashion icon, she was ranked by the American Film Institute as the third greatest female screen legend in Golden Age Hollywood. In 1989, here I was born, Hepburn was appointed a Goodwill Ambassador of UNICEF. And she did so many more things. Great individual.
1: Awesome person with 13 letters in their name.
0: Exactly. If we
1: don't include middle names.
0: Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know their middle names. But yeah, so I wanted to do that as just to show that superstitions can be flamed when you look for things. But there's also a lot of really great things tied to the number 13.
1: And those are some extremely notable person. But one of my favorite that I'd like to add is, in fact, Megan Erickson. Oh, that's That's me. 13 (laughs) letters in your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a wonderful, wonderful person with an awesome podcast that you should listen to all the time and share with everybody.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I don't think 13 letters is unlucky in the slightest.
1: Though it did spawn some pretty fun movies with Jason Voorhees. Uh, Friday the 13th is really the name of those. It's not a mystery in that. Mm <laughs> hmm so i'm still a
0: chicken i'm working my way through the the classic horror movies do you think i can handle any of those
1: probably the older i i feel like older horror movies weren't (laughs) as scary as i i thought they were when you revisit when you're older and you're like oh that wasn't so bad
0: Uh (laughs) uh-huh so the the older ones 70s ones yeah yeah
1: (laughs) maybe a bit more tame maybe
0: We'll have to check it out. I guess so. We'll let you know. Oh, and the last time we recorded, we said we had to work our way through the Scream movies. And we watched the first one. My question is... How come Drew Barrymore's on the cover? <laughs> she was she's only in the beginning scene.
1: Very briefly. and then No more from... It's because she's a huge I know, I name. Know. And I think it was a bit of a draw for them, right? They're like, yeah. oh, Drew Barrymore's in it. And then I think they like the surprise of being like, eh, and only for that long.
0: Yeah, which is it, it is kind of interesting. It also makes me wonder if she was like, yeah, I'll be in it for one scene.
1: Yeah. <laughs> If I was making Scream, I'd take her up on it if she was asleep. Yeah. yeah I just want to do that. And you're like, yeah, done, done, done. We'll uh-huh. do that.
0: <laughs> it was good. I liked it. I'm excited to watch the rest because how many are there?
1: I th- Gosh, I think they got up to five. That's a lot.
0: Money, money, money. Mm-hmm.
1: And money. the Scream TV series. Oh. It's happening as well. Oh, yeah. yeah that, I think there might be in season two or three by now.
0: Oh, and on the entertainment front, we just got Shutter, the streaming network, and it's mostly horror and, and creepy things. And there looks like this awesome kind of competition show called Dragula. You heard me. It's like a drag Dracula thing, and it looks it looks pretty good. So, gonna watch that. Would you join me for that?
1: I'd be interested to see what that's about for sure. <laughs> yeah, <for> yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining me, Chris. Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and we hope you have a good Friday the 13th. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, my little strange things. I hope you join us next time. Scare you later.